0: 5 shitty bets. You can bunch them together, sprinkle some correlation over them, put them in a 5-leg parlay, and voila, you have a winning bet. All right, today is the day where we finally finally talk about correlation. So, there's no get rich quick scheme in gambling, but if I had, if someone put a gun to my head and said, "What is the get rich quick scheme of gambling?" I would say correlated parlays. Correlated parlays are a part of every sharp bettor's arsenal. We actually have used them to make over 100k in one weekend. I'll tell that story later in the episode. Um, but what I want to stress here is although correlations sound could sound intimidating or confusing at first, It's not really – you don't actually have to know any math really behind correlation to at least use it to make your betting better. And I'm going to make sure that I do this episode uh, in a way where you don't have to get out a pen and paper. You don't have to break out your calculator. I'm just going to do this way where if you just listen to this episode, you'll learn enough about correlation that you can take it into your next bets on prize picks, underdog, and whatever, and use it to get – you know, your results slightly better. Okay, first we have to define correlation. Correlation is just a relationship, a statistical relationship between two variables. To put this into plain English, let's do a simple example. Um, one would say that the height of a child is correlated with the height of the child's parents. And to go deeper into it, it that height of the child is, is what we would call positively correlated with the height of its parents. That means the hot, the taller the parents, on average, the taller the child. And it's predictive because if we know the parent's height, we would be more accurately able to pre- predict the child's height than if we didn't know the parent's height. So that's a situation where the height of a parent is positively correlated with the height of that, that parent's child. There's also negative correlation. This would be more, a good example of this would essentially be like price and demand. The more expensive something costs, the the lower the demand is for it on average. You know, I don't, I'm not an expert, I'm not an economist, but if you think about negative correlation, it means that as the price goes up, we can predict the demand will drop. So you can use the price to predict the demand and we know an increase in the price should lower the demand. Positive correlation, negative correlation, and then of course there are situations that wouldn't be correlated at all, like the roll of a dice and what the stock market does that day. Those events are not correlated. So that's just the basics of correlation, and now let's talk about how we can use it in DFS to make more money. I recently wrote a tweet that said, the three most important concepts to understand when playing prize picks, etc., are correlation, Implied House Odds, and Correlation. So the point of that tweet is, is it's impossible to understate how important Correlation is to games like PrizePix, Underdog, and the rest of the DFS Pick'em platforms. And Correlation is so powerful because it's like this magic fairy dust that you can pour over, that you can sprinkle over five shitty bets. You can bunch them together Sprinkle some correlation over them, put them in a five-leg parlay, and voila, you have a winning bet. It's literally like the opposite of the 2008 financial crisis. To understand how we can use this magic correlation pixie dust, we have to understand how parlays work first. So a parlay is the same thing as a power play on prize picks. In a power play, you need to win each player. You have to guess each player's prop correctly. For the bet to win. So, if you have a four pick power on prize picks and you hit three of four, you lose. It's the same thing as if you hit zero of four. When you're talking about a power or a parlay, what's important to keep in mind is that the one thing that you care the most about is winning all of the legs. There's nothing else that really matters. So, you want to maximize your chances. At winning all of the legs and you don't really care about getting a two out of four or a three out of four those don't matter you just want to hit all four or you know you can miss all four and that's the same thing as going three for four so now you might be asking okay i get it i want to hit you know obviously you want to hit all of your legs on a you know four pick power you want to hit all four picks i know that i've played on prize picks i know that i if i don't hit all four they take my money I I know. I know that seems so basic, but what I'm trying to first explain is that when we're talking about power plays, prize picks, underdog, anything that's not a flex or insured, what we're talking about is the only thing that matters is hitting all of the legs. And what you're trying to solve for, it's not, you're not even trying to solve for winning each individual leg. You're not. You're trying to solve for hitting. Four for four on a four X power, five for five on a five X power. You're trying to solve for hitting everything, and this is where correlation can come in and you know, and can aid you beyond your initial research into picks that you think will hit. So, I'm going to give a really basic example now in sports where this wouldn't even be allowed on Prize Fix, but I'm just going to I'm going to give you this example, and then we'll dive into my, uh, our big weekend in golf, where we used, you know a little, a little more advanced correlation to really take down Caesars Palace. Let's say prize picks allowed you to bet two players from the same team, right? And you had um, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. And you, for some reason, Patrick Mahomes was offered at uh, over under 0.5 passing touchdowns. And then you had Travis Kelsey over offered at over under 0.5 receiving touchdowns. So for those of you who aren't, you know, don't know this, Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes are on the same team. Mahomes is the quarterback. He throws to Kelsey. So basically every time Kelsey catches a touchdown, it's thrown by Mahomes. So you, on, on, their, you know, on their own, let's just say each bet is a bad bet. So let's say each bet doesn't make money. But let's say prize picks lets you put them in a two-pick power, and if you win, you get three times your money. Well, let's say Travis Kelsey's 40% to catch a touchdown, but 100% of the time he catches a touchdown from Mahomes. Now he's essentially 40% to catch a touchdown from Mahomes. That two-pick power is 40% to hit, and it pays out 3x your money. Now that's a great bet. And that's the power of correlation within betting. But since that's uh, an option that's not available to us, you have to be a little more uh, imaginative when finding the correlation available. But this is an example to show you just point blank what correlation can do. And then we'll talk into a little more nuance about how to go and find correlation in the sport you follow or some more subtle forms of correlation. Okay, here's a story about how we won 100K in one weekend, just using correlation. So this was this was last year, actually, at this point. And Caesars had just put out golf stroke numbers. And I'm, o- I'm okay to talk about this now because they do not allow this type of bet anymore. Shocker. They actually stopped allowing it after this weekend. So what happened was they put out golf score bets. So you could bet over or under on the score of a golfer that day. What Caesars also allowed was they allowed you to parlay over and unders from those golfers' scores together. So, for example, I could bet Rory McElroy over 68.5, parlay it with John Rahm over 68.5, parlay, you know, do a third leg, Scotty Shuffler over 68.5, and so on and so on and so on. Now, why was this valuable to us? Well, in golf... A course can play hard. It can play easy. If the wind blows, then everybody's going to play worse. If you know, if there's no rain for a couple days leading up to the tournament, it's firm. People are going to play worse. If it rains, you know, people are going to play better. A lot of different things can happen. But essentially, in golf, a course could play hard. It can play easy. So in this situation, we said, well, if it plays hard, everybody is going to go you have a much higher chance at going over their number. So so what happens is if John Rum goes over his number well it's more likely than that Roy McIlroy will go over his number and if those two go over their number it's even more likely Scotty Scheffler will go over his number because the more people go over their number the more likely it is the course is playing hard, right? So what we did is yeah, we just I just I remember sitting there all day Just trying to click in as many parlays as I could with um, overs on golf. I think we were doing overs. We might have been doing unders. I kind of think we might have been doing unders because I remember we were like weirdly rooting for Jordan Spieth to make a birdie somewhere, but and he did, and we always lose to Jordan Spieth. But anyway, I remember I just all day. You know, when you when you see a spot like this, this is kind of a side um, side piece of of advice. When you see a spot like this, you have to just absolutely bury them. You know, it, this, these spots, they come around once a year, twice a year. When you find a really, really good spot, you have to be absolutely ruthless and just go in for the kill. So I sat on my computer all day, just clicking and clicking and clicking in parlays. And they would, Reject, 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 and then they would accept, and then they would reject, 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 accept. I just sat there until the tournament started. All I did was try and bet parlays and deposit more money into my Caesars account. Everything, and of course, it turned out really, really well. We won over, you know, we won six figures that weekend just from these parlays, and then they cut the bet off. But even though the Caesars isn't taking those bets. And even though you might not bet golf, there's probably a situation in the sport that, that you like, or there definitely is where there's a correlation available. So I'm going to go over a couple of simple ones and then we'll, we'll wrap it up with a little bit of a review. Okay. So football season is here. Football has a lot of correlation. Obvious correlation was like the example we we talked about before with Mahomes and Kelsey. Mahomes passing touchdowns are heavily correlated with Kelsey receiving touchdowns. That also can extrapolate out into passing completions and receptions, passing yards, receiving yards. Um, the higher a running back's rushing yards, the lower that running back's uh, quarterback's passing yards will be. Uh, wide receivers and quarterbacks on uh, opposite teams have positive correlations in their passing games. They're, you know, the game of football, and I'm not a football expert, but the game of football, as, as you know, is very, um, intricately interwoven, right? There's game scripts that you can probably think about to think about correlation. And there's obvious teammates where you have a quarterback throwing to a receiver or, you know, um, a running back stealing carries from another running back, whatever it is, there, there's a lot of, um, there, there's a lot of situations in football where you can find these correlations. So what I would do if, if I'm you, because there is a way to, to quantify correlation. Um, but we're not, that's not what this episode is about. What, what, what this episode is about is about how to use it to just like bump that extra, give yourself that extra little edge, how I like to do it for football and this is a good this is a good example because I am not a football expert. You know I, I don't I'm not a football handicapper, whatever. So this is what I like to do in football is I'll find some lines that are off on the DFS sites from a book like Pinnacle. And what I'll try and do is I'll try to find lines that are off and correlated. So I know that I have two things working for me. And once I feel like I have those two working for me, I feel comfortable enough putting the slip in for the NFL and then going from there. So I'm not as confident in just looking at Pinnacle and saying, oh, this is a good play. But if I can get both Pinnacle and Correlation, put them together, now look, here I am a golf better, but I can profitably bet on NFL. This also goes for basketball. Um a player's three points might be, a you know, or a, a player's uh, points might be correlated with their point guards' assists. Uh, rebounds probably negatively correlated. Like if you have two centers, um, one center's rebounds will be negatively correlated with the other center's rebounds on the opposite team. Something like that. There's plenty of more situations I don't even know about because I, you know, I am a golf specialist uh, at the end of the day, but correlations allow me to kind of get out and find edges on other sports without having to model them. And that's what, you know, without going into depth about correlation, that's what we can take away today and just immediately add to our DFS pick'em game. I hope that was a good overview of correlation and how it can help you in your game. I do think right now correlation is probably the biggest weakness these sites like prize picks have so if uh if this episode interested you and you want to hop in the discord ask some more questions about how we would calculate correlation with golf or you know more in-depth uh more in-depth discussion please feel free to do so but what i what i hope this episode did is gave you some actionable steps you can take um literally this week with whatever sport you like to bet on and just give yourself that extra edge um, add that extra tool to your toolkit. So anyway, happy, uh, happy to share this lesson with y'all. Please hop into the discord again. Like I said, we're having a blast in there and it's growing every day. It's a hundred percent free and we're giving out picks advice, just general community vibes. So hop in, join us and, uh, yeah, I'll see you on a later episode.